I'm Jamara. And I'm Amber. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Ebony and Ivory Podcast. <laughs> can't see my hands or no. maybe can't because we have a recorder thank you for your for your work here but well, welcome mm-hmm. to our pilot episode yes this is the first episode yes what is it what are we doing here amber okay first of all uh what's the name of the podcast okay okay yeah 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 all right so and who are we <laughs> who are we all These of that stuff voices. so mysterious um, you know, it's the highly anticipated mm-hmm. Ebony and Ivory podcast. That's oh. right. You can golf clap for that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so we all know how popular Amber and I are. <laughs> God. So I just, all just so much attention. I don't know what to do. All of the followers that we have and because we have <laughs> a total Since of. we are TikTok influencers. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> We're like, the world needs to hear our voices, and so we're going to start a podcast. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my name is Amber. This is Amber. She's Ebony. And I'm... <laughs> obviously. I, I'm obviously Ivory. No, I'm Jamara, and this is our podcast. So, yes. welcome. Welcome. You made it. You made it here to this podcast Amen. and if you're listening it's probably because you're already our friends and you mm-hmm. or our parents, our parents. <laughs> yes you're people who care about our lives if you're listening i love yeah. you <laughs> hey dad <laughs> my dad will not my dad he, would would either. <laughs> he would not <laughs> Hey, <laughs> but it's all good maybe one day actually it's my desire on this podcast <laughs> to interview our dads i think that'd be cool it'd be super cool because we're absolutely terrible <laughs> you're terrible but amber and i both have great fathers yes. and so we would like to bring them into the setting so mm-hmm. that's that but anyway we're talking a lot of future you know as you can tell this is our it's more like a banter podcast where we're just going to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swinging it a little bit. Swinging it a little bit. But for real, we want to uh, just really put a mic in front of us as we have conversations yep. about being Christians and how our Christian faith intersects mm-hmm. with, you know, the gospel, with the culture, with race, sexuality, femininity all of the mm-hmm. the nuances that make up our world you know personally and so we just wanted to kind of like create a space to to do that and felt like me and amber are funny together and yeah. we have such great conversations we make ourselves laugh at least all so. the time <laughs> all of the time <laughs> and so we just want to bring you guys on this journey with us and that is you know why we're doing the podcast mm-hmm. it's not because like we're we feel like we're the best to do it but we just feel like no, we're sure no. we not the best to do it <laughs> but we feel like we it'll be fun and lighthearted and also hopefully challenging yeah. and encouraging so that's our why behind our podcast so mm-hmm. welcome again to the ebony and ivory podcast aka the coffee with milk podcast yes. AKA the half and half. The half and half podcast. 
so many. What if we just like change the name periodically? I know. Like, I really like the coffee with milk. That's, that's, that's hilarious. Solid. Right. I feel like so the ebony and I. God, I just ew. <laughs> the, ebony. The, ebony, the ebony and ivory idea. Yeah. Was like cool but funny. Yeah. But I feel like people could look at it and be like, well, they're trying too hard. They're like, trying- if we did, like, coffee and milk, they'd be like, well, this is funny already. Right, right, right. You know? Because, you know, obviously, if it's not obvious already, <laughs> I'm black and Amber and I am is not, not black. <laughs> but she, you know, it's it's like just funny. Ebony and I, re- if you, the reference, actually, I Googled it because I didn't know where the reference came from. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can feel free, to, feel free to fact check me because we on this podcast have a strong conviction that we know everything mm-hmm. about absolutely nothing. Yes. <laughs> we are the experts. Experts. On literally nothing. <laughs> literally nothing. And so we hang our hat on that. And mm-hmm. so we're we're proud. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole period. We're proud of that. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I Googled this and I found that the phrase, the term ebony and ivory comes from a Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder song. Praise God. So that is like, you know, ebony and ivory go together. Anyway. <laughs> You gotta do the plug now. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of like uh, I've heard the phrase before, and I was like, oh, if we're doing a podcast, that'll be a cool name. Mm-hmm. But we're also, hey, if you maybe we can do a vote, you know, milk Ooh. and coffee, coffee and milk, coffee with milk, mm-hmm. or ebony and ivory. You know, we're we've already moved forward with the ebony and ivory stuff, <laughs> but. But hey, we can. It's we a can pilot episode. We can yeah. turn it around. Like, yeah, why anything's not? possible with God. Anything's possible with God. He did it. <laughs> amen. Amen. So, yeah. So, that's kind of like where we're at with it. Um, And so, Amber, what can our listeners expect? Hmm. They can expect to hear some solid conversations, okay. maybe some rabbit trails. Rabbit trails for sure. With, you know, reeling it back in. Yeah. Um, about, I don't know, we've talked about a couple of different topics to discuss with a microphone in front of our faces. Right, right. Um, so maybe a little bit on the church, on sexuality, on missions, being a woman in missions, being a woman in missions, single woman (laughs) in missions, as a prayer for the gospel, for the gospel, yep. That's not why I'm single. We no, are, that's we're not, not like we're not like committed to being way. single. I'm like I'm yeah. Hit we, me up. We also <laughs> <laughs> we're also not so like like out. thirsty either. <laughs> However, we're not committed. We're not invested mm-hmm. in staying and remaining single. No, no, no. In this kind of way, I feel so like we're just digging to, digging holes right now. It's our, fine. Let's to our Adam. Anyways, other things you can expect us to talk about. Um, Yeah. Probably our stories a little bit. Yes, we're we're actually going to do that a little bit on this podcast. We're going to take time and kind of like briefly share a little bit about our past, how we kind of met and um, our testimonies of how we came to Jesus, how we met Jesus. And 
we really do want to bring God glory with this, even in the midst of all of our jokes and um, things that seem not so serious, but (laughs) it is serious to us. And we want to talk about our faith as it pertains to the different topics, Mm -hmm. you know, so you're not going to get one topic and maybe even to our viewers, you know, if you have topics that you want to, um, you know, want us to talk about, you can follow us on Instagram at the Ebony and Ivory podcast Mm -hmm. um, and DM us, you know, topics and things like that, that you want us to talk about. So, yeah, but I mean, I guess we could start with like how we met each other. Cool. So, Amber and I are a part of a missions organization. Mm-hmm. Do we name said organization? <laughs> said organization. This, you, you know what organization we're a part of. It's secret. It's a secret organization. It's not. Mm-hmm. But we're a part of a missions organization, um, and we are on staff yes. at that missions organization. And I was a student. Um, I came to this missions organization as a student. And... When? Uh, 2019, so last year, went through the Frontier Mission School here, and after that, I joined staff. Look at you. <laughs> Look yes. at me, growing up. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, so that's, like, where I met Amber, and Amber is on staff and has been on staff. How long have you been on staff here? Yes, I have. Um, I've been on staff since, oh, God, when did I go on placement? I've been on staff since 2018. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. So a couple years. Couple. Couple years in the mission game. Yes. Um, so fun. Yeah, and we met because she works here and I was a student here, and now we both work here together. Mm-hmm. And so we've spent a lot of time having a lot of deep <laughs> conversations. Totally, because we've been, like, I feel like you came here and then a bunch of stuff happened. Oh, yes, yes, like, yes. worldwide. Worldwide, and- yeah our country you know yeah it's uh yeah that that is that's that is true Mm -hmm. um the obviously the racial tension a global pandemic (laughs) um and so it's actually brought us closer yeah honestly because we've had conversations about race we've had conversations about what is god saying in the midst of a global pandemic how Mm -hmm. to hold our hearts you know how to walk in the tension and all of that stuff and so she's been a a great friend to me And I've been a great friend to her. Yes, you know, I don't have to wait for her to say it. I'm mm-hmm. a great friend. Hashtag. You are. Um, Thank you. <laughs> no, but it's been it's been really fun because uh, I think we challenge each other, we provoke mm-hmm. each other, and so like that's kind of how we met. Um, Amber's super helpful. Anyway, I love her. I can and you're super helpful too. Could do a Thank whole podcast you. on Amber. But, oh, stop it! Oh, stop that! <laughs> stop mm, right stop. now! Oh my gosh! No way! Okay. Um, yeah, so. (laughs) Oh, my God. I need to work on my laugh. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, bro. It's, it, no. You, once you get, it's over. It's how you're going to laugh for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's, (laughs) we're so, my laugh is obnoxious. I've accepted it. No, your laugh is great. Oh, so kind. Okay, so another cool thing about Amber and I is that I'm technically considered a millennial mm. by the internet standards slash I don't know who comes up with these generational uh, blocks and mm. names. I'm considered a millennial. Amber is technically a Gen Z. Yes. Or she's in the Gen Z. 
But what do you affectionately call yourself? How do you refer to yourself? Hmm. So I refer to myself as a zillennial. Zillennial people. Have you heard that one? What Hmm. what is a zillennial? Tell the people. A zillennial is someone who is born uh, what feels like in between millennial and Gen Z. I was born in 96. I feel like I don't belong to either one. Yeah. So why not be both? That's good. Yeah. Why not be both? I like that. Mm -hmm. I am... I am. I was born in '91, so millennial. I'm. I'm 100 a millennial, mm-hmm. and the '90s were a great time to be alive yeah. for all I those people who remember, remember them. It's cool. It's all right. Hey, you can be a millennial, <laughs> and so even our generational differences and our cultural differences and all of our other differences, I think, are going to make for a great conversation. So mm-hmm. that is also something I wanted to say, and so. Let's get into kind of sharing, I guess, like how we came to it. Get into it. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I've I've shared. I feel like I've shared like my testimony. You know, mm-hmm. you just hit all of the like. I was a sinner. I did this sin. I did that sin, and then yeah. boom, Jesus. Now I'm not a sinner anymore. No. You know, and it's like the um, the McDonald's drive-through version of your testimony. <laughs> Um, I'm loving it. So. <laughs> Sorry, so, that was bad. That was you couldn't pass it. You couldn't pass it up. It was great. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, great. Yeah, so we're hopefully not going to do that slash, but we do want to talk a little bit about how we came to Jesus because we have very different stories um, and very different experiences. But... We have this in common. The blood of Jesus Amen. has washed us from our sin. Mm-hmm. He's adopted us, brought us into the family, given us righteousness in a new name. Mm-hmm. And now we're sisters. And now we're sisters. Oh my God. We stick together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we make up one big. Okay, Cheetah Girls. Anyway, <laughs> do you get that reference? I do. It's been a while okay, since I've but, seen Cheetah Girls. Okay, yes. okay. It's the Zillennial thing. You oh see, we God. didn't miss each Sabrina other there. Brian <laughs> was my hero. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> great. There, I said it. It's it. It's it. Okay, great. All right, Amber, so tell yeah. us, how'd you come to Jesus? What's your background? You know, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, um... Yeah, I was thinking about what even to share because I feel like mm. I started out on a good track, you know? <laughs> started out real good. I could have gone so yeah. many places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Anyways, it got really dark. It's fine. Um, I started out going to Christian school. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Okay. The more you know. Yeah. Um, I think what... Uh, Anyways, my mom is Christian. My dad is not. Okay. Um, and so she had us go to Christian school, me and my siblings. Mm. And I went until about sixth grade. Um, and after that, changed to, uh, I think I was homeschooled for a year. That mm. that was trash. That um, was true. God. <laughs> But no diss no, to the homeschoolers. No I'm so sorry. No hate whatsoever. No diss to the home. It's just yeah, not no. for everybody. No, yeah. So, like, I grew up going to school. Yeah. And then that one year of, like, being... First of all, we lived in the quote-unquote country. Okay. So, it's in the middle quote, of nowhere. Quote-unquote country. <laughs> yeah. Like, off 17 okay. in Caroline County. Project, okay. Like, yeah, no. 
<laughs> the country. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so there's that. Um, after Christian school, I remember, like, totally kind of going off the deep end a little bit. Um, ended up thinking I was brainwashed into wow. thinking there was a God <laughs> and, you know, all that crazy stuff. Um, How old were you? I was, like, thir- 12 or 13. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So from that point on, I started, like, this journey of, like, why am I here? What, you know, is there a God? All that stuff. And um, we came to the conclusion that there was no God. Wow. Which is just funny. Um, Yeah, by college, I was claiming atheism. um, All that jazz. And ended up, like, failing out slash not having the funds to go back to college after my freshman year. Wow. So, yeah, I think I ended that year with, like, a 1.8 GPA. Jeez. <laughs> Went hard. I really, yeah. Went you hard. Know, I, like, forgot I was at school, man. It's wow. Just, yeah. yeah. The college Anyways, experience. Yeah, some people just don't need to go to college, <laughs> and I was one of those people. Like, you know, you yeah. just don't need to go. Um, but yeah, I ended up back at home and that's how I met the Lord. I, uh, my cousin was living in my parents' guest house at the time and uh, she kind of took me under her wing. She was like really steady in the Lord at that point and going to this church mm. called Awakening Community Church okay. back in Fredericksburg. Nice. I think you've heard of it a time or two. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, ended up starting to like have sit down things with me every it was monday nights um she'd ask to like go through part of the bible with me i had a billion questions Mm. that i thought were like proving that you know god wasn't real yeah all this stuff and she'd just like win every argument and piss me off (laughs) (laughs) basically um yeah one thing led to another she finally got me to go to church mm. this one time. I remember there were so many times I'd back out and be like, <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> like, bro, you suck. <laughs> you not sick. <laughs> Stop playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I went one time and I remember sitting in worship and I was mm. like, freaking, what are these people doing? It was, a, I guess it's like a charismatic kind of vibe there. Okay. Yeah. So there was a lot of people dancing, um, jumping up and down, you know, speaking in what I thought was gibberish. gibberish. Like, I was like, what the frick? Um, yeah, I actually kind of felt like I was at a music festival, if that makes sense, okay. where everyone's like tripping out, like yeah. doing dance moves, and they're like vibing with the music. Yeah. And I'm like, these people are, are they okay? <laughs> are but, they okay? Yeah, it yeah. turns out it's just, <laughs> it turns out a whole world that I was never introduced to um yeah but basically I got a little rabbit hole there you go um I was in the worship service I was like get me out of here Mm -hmm. I hate this (laughs) and then um there was like this transition moment between worship and the sermon and some guy gets up on stage he's like hey I just feel like there's a uh someone here this morning who's just like really fighting like battling it out with the lord Mm. um and he said something to the effect of like 
I just want you to know you're here because the Lord picked you up and dropped you off here. Mm. Um, and this fight that you're going through right now, like, he's already won it. It's just a matter of time before you surrender. Dang. And I, I remember being like, I had a physical reaction in my body and I was like really offended. Mm. And like, I don't, I was thinking all these things. Like my cousin told him I was coming. Like what the heck is going on? And, but you didn't know this guy. No, no. (laughs) And he's now the, um, guy who runs this missions organization we're a part of. Crazy. Yeah, thank you, R.A. Um, shout out. Bishop R.A. Yeah, for <laughs> listening to the Lord. Um, yeah, so that, I think that kind of started that snowball effect that is questioning God, yeah. you know, actually starting to be like, okay, well, God, if you're out there, like, what do you have to say for yourself for, like, all the, you know, you go through, like, all the years yeah. that... You know, you could have been there, you know, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was in August of 2016. And then by November, mm. I went to, also, I'm taking a very long time. So no, just go, right you're off doing, whatever. no, okay, it's, great. it's a good vibe. Cool. It's, it feels good. Awesome. Yeah. By November, um, my cousin again dragged me to, this time it was a conference that was mm. happening at that church. It's called Israel Islam and Harvest. Wow. And. Fun fact, I didn't realize we were Gentiles until about a month later. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, why does Israel matter? Why are we talking about Muslims? Like, where am I right now? Yeah. Like, what's happening? But that weekend, like, I walked away knowing that God saw me and knew me. Wow. And that I had a part in missions. Okay. It was so cool. Like, I... It was another moment in worship. I just... I was looking around the room. Everyone's like eyes closed, hands out. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll do that. <laughs> you know, I'm just like going with the flow. Guess I'll, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Just, like, just copy everyone. <laughs> yeah. And I get this tap on my shoulder and I look over and this lady's like towering over me. She's like, I have a word for you. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, bet. What's the word? Like blueberry. Like blueberry. <laughs> like, like banana. Like banana. what's up? Yeah. Um, and she like reads my mail mm. telling me things about myself I'd never said out loud before wow. telling me my, like my life story and um she's like I want you to know that I don't know who you are like this is the Lord speaking to you through me right now like he sees wow. you and he's seen you this whole time Jesus. um and she's like, also, I see you in the nations and like this sprint that you're on right now I she referred to my life as a race mm-hmm. and me like it's like I have the baton in my hand and she said like keep running mm-hmm. um yeah and that moment changed my life forever Whoa. like I walked away changed I remember going home and I was like mom I think I'm supposed to do this mission school like yeah I don't know anything about anything but like I just want to do it and yeah ended up being something that the Lord had spoken to me back when I was in Christian school as a little girl. Wow. Yeah. There's Dang. like this whole other story that That's, I could go into at a different yeah. time. But yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I went through the training program that you went through. Yeah. And 
ended up doing a three-month placement in the Middle East and, like, got out of that. And I was like, I'm giving my life to this. Mm, Point yeah, blank, period. Come on, come like, period. Um, period. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, I guess that's my, my long story. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Jesus is worth it. And he's real, guys. Yeah. So real. Took mm-hmm. you from being atheist, not believing that God was, mm-hmm. you know, real, mm-hmm. to encounter in his presence yeah. and feeling his presence and feeling known by God. Totally. It's just so crazy coming from, like, that extreme to the extreme that I'm at now. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> I remember where I was at when I was when I truly believed that there was no God and nothing Mm. after this life, like it was so hopeless, you know, like you could go, you could just be having a rough day and you'd be like, Oh, I could just like, it wouldn't matter. Like just, you know, this could be my last day. And like, (laughs) that's just it. Yeah. You know, it's so hopeless and you don't, yeah, it feels like there's no purpose to anything, but there is. Yeah. There so is. Anyways, sorry. No, that's what? It. That's powerful. That's powerful. Oh, I'm stirred. <laughs> I feel like crying and laughing. All I can't do. I feel like feel a little warm hot though, and I'm keeping that. it up. I'm like swallowing, <laughs> swallowing back down. Anyways, Lord, you're so good. Thanks, God. Thanks. Thanks, God. No <laughs> man, Jesus. You, the, yeah. you the GOD. Mm-hmm. No, for real. Yeah. Anyways, that's me. That's what about you. you? How did you? coming to know the good lord on high the good lord on high mm-hmm. man yeah i gotta i feel like i got a lot of things that i could say about my story but in short i was um when i met the lord okay so i'll go i grew i grew up um we didn't start going to church until i was 12 mm-hmm. um didn't grow up uh, in a predominantly christian home until then when my mom became a christian um and uh before that, we didn't really, like, go to church or, like, like I have a, a few memories of, like, going to Sunday school or something like that a couple times. Mm-hmm. I have, like, a few memories of uh, the daycare we went to. It, we used to eat lunch in the church, mm-hmm. and there'd be this picture of, like, I think it was, like, a black Baptist church, so it was, like, black Jesus on the wall. Uh, yes. <laughs> but, uh, but I felt, um, I would look at the picture, and I would just feel like, that something it was like deja vu is how I would have described it then like that picture's looking at me it was like the weirdest it's just weird but I liked it like and so I would go look at the picture and just like have this moment and go eat my lunch like as a kid I just remember that um when we were in daycare but um growing up super um active in sports love sports that's kind of like a lot of things that I mostly of what I did playing basketball and stuff like that um I would say well uh when I got to high school and I started to kind of become more serious about going to church Mm -hmm. and so the church expression that I grew up in is the Kojic church church of God in Christ shout out shout out to the Kojic church um and it was just very uh you know charismatic Mm -hmm. Uh, Holy Spirit, tongues, running around, shouting, you know, the whole, you probably don't know, but <laughs> I, <laughs> you can I've imagine. I've been a little educated. You've been a little it. educated. Okay. 
But yeah, if that if that's your experience, you know about it. It's nothing like a black church experience. <laughs> Very different. Um, but uh, I remember me and some of my friends in our youth group, we mm-hmm. were like trying to be serious about God. I remember, uh, you know, we had a it was one service that um, my pastor growing up, he had all of the youth come up to the altar and he's like, you know, you guys are going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay. and, and then what happened? And Holy Spirit was synonymous with tongues. Okay. So you were going to, that's like you, you had the Holy Spirit when you spoke in tongues type of thing. So I remember being super sincere mm-hmm. and like, okay, I did want God. And I remember feeling God's presence and feeling um, like the, like, tongues come out of my mouth mm-hmm. you know and it was just so um the experience was rather intense because in it was just like intense like he had like a mic to our mouths and like oh. i know some of okay <laughs> so i know one of my cousins i ain't even gonna mention his name but you know who you are <laughs> he'll probably listen oh to God. this but one of my cousins he was like hey i'm about to fake this so i can oh go back God. to my seat because it was just like super nerve-wracking and oh. you know it i mean the experience was an experience there's no shade or anything like that it was just like you know they were really like you gonna tarry you gonna wait until you get the holy spirit mm-hmm. and you gonna know when you have them wow. you know and this type of thing like and i appreciate that just like that upbringing of you need you need the holy spirit to live mm-hmm. is kind of like the understanding that we had even though it was like tongues whatever anyway um so that happened to me when i was like 16 and simultaneously um something that also started happening was like this i i had this curiosity in my sexuality mm-hmm. um and I mean, I liked boys, had crushes on boys and all that stuff, but I had this, like, curiosity um, and had these relationships. I was, I was always, like, the uh, the friend who could give all this good advice to her other friends who had all these bad relationships with the boys and all that stuff. And anyway, I wanted, you know, you're 16 years old. You just, like, want to be known and want to be, like, you know, you want to have a boyfriend. You want to totally. all that stuff, like, high school life. And I just remember even in that time being so challenged in my sexuality and wanting God, but also feeling like I was confused in who I was. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know who I was and I didn't know how to, how he like would fix that. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling like um, I had to do the list of do's and don'ts. So like uh, I grew up Pentecostal so you don't listen to secular music you, it's just a bunch of things you know oh you don't listen to this type of music you don't go to these places you don't hang out with these type of people okay. you uh homosexuality lesbianism all of that stuff like you don't mm-hmm. those are ungodly and you go to hell for all of that stuff and that was kind of like I knew God as a judge mm-hmm. and like you go to hell if you disobey him And so, like, I had that fear, you know, like, okay, well, I want to live for God, you know, and I ended up um, getting into an entanglement. (laughs) You know, shout out to the slip. It's not, I'm not laughing at that part of my past, but like, I mean, entanglement is just a funny word now, obviously, y'all know. You get the cultural reference, Uh, but just ended up in a in bondage in my soul honestly mm-hmm. like where i uh, in my sexuality i was confused and it opened up a door for me to 
um, not be satisfied in God because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I felt like I couldn't live up to those standards. Wow. And so I, you know, stepped outside of God. You don't step outside of God. He's everywhere. One. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, it. I had a, a friend who we were really close and ended up in a same-sex relationship mm-hmm. entanglement um, <laughs> and and kind of opened up that box in mm-hmm. my sexuality, if you will, and started to engage in that kind of way. Um, and at that time, I, ca- I come from, this is my millennial vantage point, when I was in high school, it was like not a popular thing to be gay or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like nobody... Everybody, even the people who were gay were like acting like they weren't gay or like lesbian. It just wasn't like all of the language of LGBTQ. Like we didn't have people who were like who I knew in high school, at least, who were trying to be trans Mm -hmm. um, or like any kind of thing like that. Like sexuality was such a it was still up and coming and like, well, you can experiment like people were more in the experimental You know, people were secretly doing it. No one, it wasn't a lot of people who were out, out doing it. You see people and you like, you would say like, oh, they're gay. Mm-hmm. And you would know that, but it wasn't like a, they said it themselves. This like gotcha. self-identifying thing. So that's kind of like, oh. was my high school experience. And so I had this friend and we were just like best friends, mm-hmm. but we were not just best friends, you know, it's just, anyway. And so I remember, um, that that was kind of like how I had an experience in high school and, you know, all throughout high school from the time of being like a sophomore into my junior year, graduated. And when I got to college, it was like I had this moment of um, I could be anybody that I wanted to be. I went to Ohio State University and I was like, I'm going farther enough away from home where I can like, you know, I can be a Christian or I can not be a Christian, mm-hmm. you know, and do that life fully and nobody in my family could even know I could live this double life. And that was just kind of like something I remember thinking about that. Like I can making a choice on who I want it to be. And I just, you know, let it all out. <laughs> you know, I started, I didn't initially start cause I was still, uh, in a new city, new place, timid, but I, uh, you know, sin bondage. I just gave myself over really to, mm. um, everything that you can do on a campus, a college campus, Mm -hmm. like from the drugs, the alcohol, um, sex, relationships, broken relationships, friendships, like all kind of just nuances of um, being a college student. The the temptation, I would say, it's Mm -hmm. not that that's how all colleges are or whatever. No, it is. Mm -hmm. It's just a whole world (laughs) out there. And it's you get to fumble through it, you know, and that was my experience. I remember. you know, I hadn't been real big in the party scene in college or even like, I mean, in high school or mm-hmm. like drinking or anything like that. And when I got to college, that all changed. And I started engaging in that kind of way and um, still in same sex relationships and feeling like I got to a point by the time I was like in my junior year of college, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, like this is who I'm going to be. Like, I'm going to come out to my parents. Like, that was the place I had gotten to, Wow-y. which was like big especially black black christian black church black mamas is you know that ain't what you do that ain't culturally culturally like in my experience it's not acceptable Mm -hmm. um and so it was like for me to make that 
to have that transition in my mind meant that I was committed to expressing my sexuality in this way and thus my life identifying mm-hmm. like this and feeling like this is how God made me and this is how I am and also feeling like I can't live up to his standards in that you know and and still having this thought of like he's not going to send me to hell because I've seen people who are like, you know, trying to be in the church, trying to be religious, and they're still living in sin. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I ain't even trying to fake it. I'm saying this is who I am. And, you know, surely God's not going to send me to hell. There's plenty other important people who are, you know, doing leadership stuff. And so, like, that was, like, even my mindset of, like, my sin is not gonna, I don't have to, there's no such, not that there's no such thing as hell, but it's like, I'm not going to hell because I'm a good person. So I still wasn't even convinced of the full gospel of who Jesus was, of how he made me and how he came to set me free. And so I remember um, one night I went to um, I was hanging out in the student union at Ohio State and the Lord sends a girl over um, to our group. We're just kind of like hanging out. And this girl, I was in an early arrival program with her our freshman year of college, but she's like not a believer. Like she doesn't know the Lord at that point, at that point. And she still does not today. Oh. Like if I could pull up her social media, like she's still she's not she doesn't follow Jesus, okay. you know, like and she comes over to me and we were in this earlier rival program together. And she's like, she's like, you're a Christian, right? She's like, they're having. Have you heard about this Bible study? They're having this Bible study. It's a very popular Bible study. You should go. Um, I think you should go. I think you would like it. Super random. Because I mean, so like, random. like we knew each other, but it wasn't like we were like we weren't hanging out in the same circles or anything like that because a lot mm-hmm. of my friends were gay um and she wasn't you know whatever we we were black but that was about about it we were still in different kind of mm-hmm. worlds in a sense and i was with my girlfriend at that time our girl who we were you know in a relationship with and she was like she was like yeah i want to go to the bible study and i'm like oh, wow. you want to go to bible study at this point in my life mm-hmm. i had like I stopped going to church and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to church. Like, because I was convinced, like I had, I remember hearing voices, demons is what I've come to know. Demons are real. Yes. Um, Like telling me, God doesn't love you. You don't need to go to church. Don't read your Bible. It's no point. Like, it's not, you know, just this kind of like accusation thing. And I would hear that every time I try to do anything spiritual. And I just thought like, you know, whatever it is, what it is. But, um, I was like, not. I was like, I heard what she said, but I was like, okay, well, cool. That's good for them. I had no intention on going, but she wanted to go. My girlfriend wanted to go. So I was like, okay, like we'll go. And so I remember going into this, uh, this room in the student union and there's a bunch of college age people worshiping Mm -hmm. Jesus, like, you know, praying, talking to Jesus, all kind of stuff. And this girl starts to tell this dream about uh, how she had this vision or this dream about how she went to hell or was slipping into hell. And I don't even remember the nuances of what she was even talking about. I just remember sitting in that room and I felt the presence of God hit me, hit wow. my life. And I started speaking tongues. And I immediately flashed back to like my 16 year old self, you know, like, with my yeah, with the face. microphone <laughs> in my face. And I'm like, and my thought is like, oh I've done this before like this is when I leave the room it'll stop like this Mm -hmm. isn't like this doesn't help me is what was my thought is like Mm -hmm. but I felt the fear of the Lord in a weird it was like weird it wasn't just like tongues it was like I couldn't escape him 
it was wow. like I felt the presence of God hit me mm-hmm. and I was scared so I was like all right cool like I'm out so I left the room big bet. Yeah. <laughs> like big day time to go so I left the room and I'm like okay usually when I leave the room it stops uh-huh. like the tongues you know like I can speak in English when I leave the room you just got to get out of the church uh-huh. you know and I left and I couldn't stop speaking in tongues Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. so I get outside of the outside of the student union I'm on the sidewalk in front of this dorm mm-hmm. and I I hear this voice that came from what felt like came came from behind me okay <laughs> but it was <laughs> right <laughs> it's the revelation one Jesus <laughs> but I hear this voice that felt like it came from behind me but it's like I love you and it was the first time oh my in God. my life that I felt like that I could remember hearing God loved me and then believing it. It was like something happened on the inside of me where he said, I love you. And it felt real. Mm -hmm. But before it was like when people would say, God loves you, God loves you. I was like, no, he just wants to judge me because I can't do these things right. Mm -hmm. But it just, it felt real. It was him saying, I love you. And in that he said, I love you. And he said, I'm not going to let you talk until you talk about me. So it's like, oh my it's that God. moment. It was like, I got, I am encountering the Lord. And for the first time in my life, I'm feeling the love of God, but I'm also seeing my depravity, like wow. my hopelessness, my need to be saved. That if I don't respond to him I'm and I turn away from him, like I'm going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. Like, and not in a fear, scary way. Like it was like a reverence of, oh my gosh, he owns my life. He controls everything yeah. like he he I couldn't even talk. I couldn't even speak in, you know, English words. I literally tried and it, all that would come out was like was something like gibberish was tongues, <laughs> you know, and I'm afraid because I'm like for the first time in my life, I realized I'm not in control of my life. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't had anything like that before. And I'm like, he made my mouth and he can shut it if he wants to or open my it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he made my life. He can allow me to go to hell or Uh give me everlasting life in him and he's extending eternal life to me and it's not this like and this is what and we'll talk about this another podcast you know especially with the lgbtq community Mm -hmm. and sexuality it wasn't this like stop being gay Mm -hmm. you know thing it that's not what he told me he told me he loved me and that love transformed my insides in my mind i was like okay like i want to follow him and my i remember saying out loud i don't know how to be a christian but i'm gonna follow you like of being having church experience and background but not knowing how to be christian Mm -hmm. but saying okay lord i'm gonna commit my ways to you you know and in that moment i (laughs) i didn't know how to break up with the girl I was with I didn't know how to (laughs) get rid of all of my drugs and alcohol but I had an unction from the Holy Spirit yeah I had that night I felt just a grace resting on me I I remember going home I remember calling my mom because my mom was the only Christian that I knew who was like a real Christian I remember calling my mom and (laughs) so funny so awkward but the girl (laughs) I was dating she's like right there Uh you know and she grew up like Baptist so okay. like <laughs> she's like what are you what's happening to you why can't you speak in english and i'm like writing stuff on paper you know like getting my zachariah <laughs> like it's so crazy. super it's a weird experience right and so i'm like telling her like call my mom uh-huh. so she calls my mom and she's like she tells my mom what's happening i get on the phone with my mom and i'm crying speaking in tongues because that's all that's coming out and my mom starts to pray for me 
and it I was like <laughs> holding back weeping tears right it now is, go ahead it was no it's it's crazy my mom starts to pray uh, for me and she just starts to prophesy over me you know what i mean anyway and I go home that night and I remember um, like, all right, I'm getting rid of everything mm -hmm. of the world. Like took all of the stuff I had hanging on my wall down, um, getting rid of uh, all of the weed and <laughs> drug paraphernalia and alcohol, what? all the no. stuff that I had. In, and for like months and years, even I would tell myself like, OK, this year, this school year is going to be the year I stopped drinking because my grades were trash. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need to like be more focused on school but I just mm -hmm. never could stop drinking never could stop smoking yeah. even in my like with my sexuality I couldn't see myself or my life ever um outside of same-sex attraction mm -hmm. and the Lord broke in in a moment and set my life on a journey where I could be healed and walk with him moment by moment like a real relationship of I love you mm -hmm. and I can hear his voice and I know his voice now you know and I went from being dead a walking zombie you mm -hmm. know to living being born again yeah. and receiving the newness of life in Christ you know and that's the best thing that ever happened to me in my life wow. was being born again you know meeting Jesus for real yeah. for myself and so like that's kind of like the backstory of that but i mean you and i both know oh, that that's yeah. not where it stops you no. know like we had those initial it's moments to yeah to get us over into you know from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of love mm -hmm. his son you know be born again be alive in him and we're righteous mm -hmm. but that every day we gotta pick up that same cross totally you know? i think it's cool like the way that you really put an emphasis on how it was not an overnight change for you yeah like same for me yeah it's just so crazy and god yeah. is not like he works outside of time so it doesn't matter like mm. this whole life yeah. here is just a process and a journey with him <laughs> and you know it's, it's so we're just true. people trying to make it we're not yeah. going to be perfect yeah. yeah that's so true i'm reminded of a verse in psalm 139 verse one mm -hmm. in the passion translation it says um you know everything about me mm. you know so and it and that verse has been really doing something to my heart on the inside with wow. me and the Lord because it's like he knew exactly where I was mm -hmm. and the things he would have to put in my path and for you too yeah. the things he would have to do to get our attention mm -hmm. so that we would turn and see the voice that was speaking to us turn and see the God who's real you know, like turn to see the one who created us, yeah. you know, who knows us. He knew everything about us. And anyway, in that time, I'm just reminded of like when I was talking to my mom on the phone that night and how she, you know, you were talking about missions and how that was something you wanted to do from a little girl. Like yeah. that had been like a word over my life even before we even started even going oh to church God. or anything like Look that. Like and that was what the Lord spoke to me. Like, I'm not going to let you talk until you talk about me mm -hmm. like that. My mouth would be filled with him with a testimony of him and it's it's that's the gospel you know like that gospel transformed us and saved us and we've been set in a in a place where we're like okay we want to tell everybody we know about this man mm -hmm. from being an atheist to you know sexual you know same-sex attraction lgbtq whatever like mm -hmm. whatever your thing was or your things because I mean I was a liar I was a lot of different things totally. you know it wasn't yeah. just that I had a million problems <laughs> a million issues and the gospel was the answer for all of them you know Jesus is the answer for all of them so it's mm -hmm. it's like man like 
we get the honor mm -hmm. to show the world what a laid down life looks like, mm -hmm. what a, a, a life in light of the gospel, what happens when light hits darkness. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know, it's, just, it's awesome, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's, oh, it's powerful. God, so cool. <laughs> He's so cool. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, he knows everything about you. Yes, he does. Everything about you. All the things you've done. All the things that you ever did. All the and, things you will do. Yeah, and he's in all of it all at the same time because yeah. he sits outside of time, like Amber said. Mm -hmm. And so he's he's not overwhelmed or too discouraged or intimidated by all the things yeah. we have going on. And no one is too far off totally. to be saved or out of his reach because he's God. Yeah. So that... I don't know. That's, that's the whole period. That's whole period. <laughs> that's it. Totally. <sighs> so. Okay. Well, that's how we met Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Woo! <laughs> Got anything else to talk about? I don't even remember now. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I think that's where we wanted to kind of land for this first podcast yeah. to kind of just give you guys a little bit of our story, mm -hmm. how we met Jesus, what you can expect to hear from us. Um, yeah. We're full of a lot of <laughs> things concerning God and yeah. our life and things that we've walked through, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so we just hope to be a blessing to you guys, but Totes. you can follow us at the Ebony and Ivy Ivory podcast um, spelled exactly how it sounds. Yes. And that's on Instagram. And that's on Instagram <laughs> and follow us. Um, and yeah, look to hear more. This is our first episode pilot episode yeah so welcome to this space and place and really let exciting. us know what you think we want to hear the feedback all Please. of that um yes and mom thanks for listening <laughs> shout out to laura that's my girl too we friends on facebook now it's so official, it's yeah. official i actually asked her about that the other day and she's like oh yeah at first i didn't know but then i like looked a little further and i was like oh my god i know her she's like yes Friend. Friend. That's so cute. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I know all my my friends who will give us the time of day. Wow. Shout, shout out to Karen. Love you, Karen. You're a real one. You're a real one. <laughs> uh, shout out to everybody who will listen, all our friends and family who care about us. And uh, we're going to sign off. We are. This is it. Mm -hmm. Ebony and Ivory signing off. Signing off. Thanks for listening. Coffee with milk. Coffee with milk, <laughs> half and half. Half and half, all of that. We'll catch you next time. Your favorite okay. interracial podcast. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> and that's on period. That's on period. Yank. Thanks so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the Ebony and Ivory Podcast. Yes.